it's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. It is Saturday morning, January the 26th. A lot going on, a lot coming up. It's that uh, that time of year. And uh, hard to believe we've already got one of four FLW Everstart Series tournaments in the books. Uh, the Everstart Series tournament, Western Division Lake Orville wrapped up last uh, last weekend, and uh, what a what an awesome tournament it was! What a uh, what a great event it was! And uh, and congratulations to uh, Ryan Friend, man. I mean the guy uh, the guy owns Lake Orville, no doubt about it. And uh, and uh, he puts a lot of time up there. He's been uh, uh, just been killing him, but. Um, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of great fishermen in that top 10, just going down the list and, and reading those top 10 fishermen, Ryan friend, uh, day three, 13 pounds and, uh, tops of field 3705, Jeff Michaels, day one leader, uh, 907, uh, a little bit of a comeback for Michaels on day three, his uh, lowest bag of the tournament though. Michaels in second, uh, this guy, what a great tournament for Brett Lieber, Lieber finishing uh, up in, uh, in third, congratulations to uh, to the Gone Fisher Marine Pro staffer. Good job, Brett. Uh, Wayne Brazil finishing up in fourth, our day two leader, smallest bag of the day um, on day three, seven twelve. Wheels kind of came off for Brazil. Richard Dobbins, uh, 906 in fifth, uh, my running buddy and uh, roommate, Johnny Mays, finishing up in sixth. John, great tournament for John. Uh, Cody Meyer in seventh. Alex Parker in eighth, ninth, Jason Barofka and uh, Glenn Lockhart. Uh, tough day for Lockhart as well. Nobody expected uh, nobody expected it to fall off for him after uh, day one weighing uh, a big bag, 13 pounds, back-to-back, seven-pound bags for Lockhart day two and day three, so uh, rounding out the top ten. But, man, what a, what a cool tournament on the uh, – on the co-angler side, no surprises there. Uh, Jack Farage, he's uh, he's a great fisherman, great co-angler. Picks up a, a new Ranger uh, Z117 with a 90 horse Mercury or, or Evan Rude, but uh, Farage winning the tournament. Um, great uh, great tournament for him. Scott Byrne in second. Gary Haraguchi uh, in third. Good job, Gary. So uh, just a uh, cool way to see the uh, the the events kind of uh, kick off. And uh, we're lucky enough today. We're going to be able to hook up with uh, Ryan Friend live and hang out with him, uh, talk a little bit about Lake Orville, how he did it, and uh, a little bit about the fishing pressure, spot of bass, because it's kind of some of his thoughts on Orville as he dominates that lake and obviously spends a lot of time up there. Okay, we're going to uh, hopefully hold off the uh, the coughing attacks after uh, last week's show in the FLW tournament. Well, I lost about four days of my life just uh uh, crashed. I see Rod Browning tells me he was uh, he's sick and he's not coming. I told him to stay away from me in the studio last week. He uh, I said and I quote, "I'm not going to get sick." Well, Rod, you did. So, um, told you it was ugly. So uh, it's no fun. If you're getting it out there, uh, man, watch uh, watch out for it. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff obviously uh, coming down as we uh, as we approach the first of February. Uh, all the hype kind of turns towards uh, the biggest event of the year, the Bassmaster Classic, coming up Grand Lake in Oklahoma, and uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of guys getting excited for uh, for that event, so that's going to be kind of cool to uh, see how that all unfolds, and, and man, you know, there's a guy at Bassmaster, he's, uh, 
He's kind of the uh, statistician, kind of the guy that keeps the quirky facts and uh, all the weird stuff in case they need it. And uh, always fun to uh, hook up uh, with our friend Ken Duke. Never have had Ken Duke on the show with us. And uh, really looking forward to uh, to kind of talking to him, hanging out with him a little bit. Ken's going to join us live in the second half of the show, too. So uh, going to be kind of cool to uh, to hang out with him and um, find out some of his thoughts and who his picks are for uh, some of the things coming up. At, uh, at the Bassmasters Classic in uh, in February, as well as the uh, the Bassmaster Elite Series. We're also going to be hooking up with our old buddy uh, from the Clear Lake Guide Service, Ross England. And Ross is going to be uh, checking in. Why in the world? Now, I, I, he told me yesterday that uh, he was a, at Lake Oroville. Maybe he just needed a break, but, you know, why would you leave Clear Lake in February to uh, to go to Lake Oroville, the land of seven pound limits. I'm not sure, but um, we'll have to ask him. You know, he must have maybe maybe he had a good reason for being um, up at Lake Oroville. I'm not sure uh, what the heck he's doing. Hey, you know, we always hear so much about um, different circuits, and well, the West doesn't support us, or the West doesn't do this, or well, the West doesn't draw enough boats. That's why we don't do it. Well, uh, just want to point out to uh, to those naysayers to uh, to the West not ever doing anything. Uh, Everstart Series FLW left here at Lake Oroville last week, and uh, Ron Lappin and the crew uh, went straight to South Texas, Lake Amistad, and uh, put on their first uh, Central or Texas region uh, Everstart Series tournament at Lake Amistad. They are only drawing, they have only drawn eight more boats than we did at Lake Oroville. So, uh, yeah, Texas, you know, land of uh, land of the big bass, uh, Texas, only, only drawing eight more boats than we did um, at Orville. So, you know, obviously the numbers are down across the board on several of the different events. Um, maybe January isn't the best month to kick off some of our circuits. I don't know. But, uh, you know, we still had a very strong finish with uh, Everstart up here at Lake Orville, drawing the 115-117. Uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, just want to point that out. That, uh, you know, it's not just in the West. It is uh, across the board. Some of the uh, some of the numbers down a little bit. So, uh Great event in, uh, uh, you know, in Orville, but, uh, you know, Texas, yeah, you'd, you'd think it'd be a full field there. Uh, they're not. So, uh, hey, One Bass made an announcement for, uh, and we were going to have Billy Egan on, and uh, Billy uh, had a little uh, little major, uh, major emergency uh, dental work done yesterday. Um, but Billy wanted to get the word out to everybody that uh, wanted to fish the One Bass tournament, on the fence fishing the One Bass tournament. It is the, uh, you know, first and second. And, uh, yeah, that is Friday and Saturday, and they've kicked it to uh, the first and second of uh, February. And they're going to be... Uh, uh, they're going to be um, doing that event then because of Super Bowl Sunday. So obviously he must have got a bunch of guys uh, uh, complaining, I guess, about the uh, Super Bowl and uh, they wouldn't be able to, to fish and what have you. So they're going to be fishing uh, the first and the second, Friday and Saturday. So if you are signed up for the One Bass Tournament or, you know, maybe it's holding you up from signing up for the One Bass Tournament, uh, get signed up. be a great opportunity to uh Get signed up there and uh, and go up and uh, go fish the one bass tournament. Lake Oroville kicking off. Uh, they got a great event uh, also coming up in spring. Uh, first weekend in March, the California Delta. So that's going to be another tournament that uh, uh, one bass is going to obviously have a, uh, a big field. If you guys have not seen their new uh, new schedule, the Big Clear Lake tournament they've got announced coming uh, in the summer, check out onebass.com. But uh, uh, Billy Egan uh, was going to make it. Billy didn't flake, didn't oversleep. You know, it's, uh, we always uh, pick on Billy a little bit. So I uh, want to make sure that, uh, that Billy knows that uh, we covered him on that. All right, I gotta ask you guys something. And I know you're gonna say, he's your buddy. Why don't you know the answer to this question? Skeet Reese is mentoring and sponsoring a college bass fishing team. 
where where might you ask? Well, you know, you would think, okay, maybe Sac State, um, you know, maybe his roots, maybe, uh, you know, maybe Sonoma State, maybe, um, <coughs> I don't know, one of the one of the teams in California? No. No. Oklahoma State University, OSU, the Cowboys, uh, Skeet Reese is mentoring the, uh, the OSU team. And uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to Skeet about it yet, but uh, what's going on, Skeet? Uh, what? What's with mentoring Oklahoma? Uh, you know, there's a lot of good college teams out here, so we wanted to uh, we wanted to ask Skeet that. What's going on with uh, What's going on with that, Skeet? Where uh, What are you doing? So, uh, we'll, I'm sure he'll fill us in. Let us know uh, what's going on with uh, with him doing that. Hey guys, mark your calendar too. Uh, Ultimate Bash University is going to be back this month. Gone Fish and Marine, February the 19th. So mark your calendar. We will uh, be kicking that off as well. So uh, want to. Uh, and we'll be making the announcement actually later in the show who's going to be there with us. So um, that's going to be kind of cool to uh, to do that. It's going to be a lot of fun to get back with uh, Ultimate Bash University. Took January off for the uh, International Sportsman's Expo. Hey, Chris, let's uh, buy a little time. First part of the show. Let's uh, dive out of here, see if we can't get Ross England on the phone. And uh, we come back, hopefully we'll find out why in the world you'd leave Clear Lake to go fish Lake Oroville. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Lawrence Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lawrence. Less noise, more targets, crystal-clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep-water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lawrence products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hey, with all the Super Bowl hype, the San Francisco 49ers, we want you to know your bass fishing headquarters in San Francisco are our friends at High's Tackle Box. They have everything you need, whether you're looking for hard-to-find baits from across the ocean, uh, hard-to-find swim baits headed up to Clear Lake this spring, or uh, just great terminal tackle. They have got it all. Clothing, rods, reels, the whole works. High's Tackle Box has it. Sure, they've always been your uh, saltwater headquarters down there, but they want you to know that they are uh, your bass fishing headquarters as well. You can pick it up online at HighestTackleBoxShop.com, and they'll deliver it right to your house, but they invite you to stop by and see their full selection at Highest Tackle Box 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco. Highest Tackle Box, your San Francisco Bay Area bass fishing headquarters. Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Got outboard problems? If you're thinking back to last summer and nodding, then get rid of that old outboard and replace it with a new, sleek, silver Honda. Honda makes outboards from 2 to 225 horsepower, and all of them are rock solid when it comes to reliability. 
They're incredibly quiet, powerful, fuel efficient, which is always important these days, and they offer more charging capacity for all of your electronics. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory direct, non-declining five-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage. Honda outboards also have lots of exclusive technology like VTEC and Blast you just won't find anywhere else. To learn more, go to hondamarine.com or come in and see us. Stop by your local Honda Marine dealer and check out the new BF250, the incredible award-winning 250 horsepower outboard from Honda Marine. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canuck Dye Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canuck Dye Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74 space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc talk it is time for doc talk a lot going on at clear lake the lake's uh filling up it's uh it's been good there's been some giant fish caught uh, already this winter on minnows up there uh fish up that i know of up to 13 pounds and what do you do if you live at clear lake well pff, i don't know for some reason i find out yesterday that he's at lake oroville um, chasing little spotted bass. I'm not sure what's going on with this guy. He might be losing it. Joining us from Clear Lake Guide Service, our buddy Ross England. Good morning, Ross. Good morning. Are Dan. you going are you morning? losing it? Do you leave Clear Lake to go to the land of seven pound limits? <laughs> well, you know the good thing about Clear Lake is if you come out here and you fish hard enough and you get five fish, you're going to have a really good limit weight. Right. But you're not going to catch fifty or sixty fish. Okay. So, so that's why you went to... We bombed over to Orville, and, and we caught like 130 fish in two days. Nice. Now I'm, come, I'm back over here, and I'm ready to catch the very first fish I catch. will be bigger than anything I caught at Orville in two days. Then all 130, yeah, yeah, without a, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, give us the rundown, man. I mean, we had, we've had cold weather, we've had freeze, we've had rain, we've had water coming into Clear Lake. What kind of shape is Clear Lake in right now from north to south? The lake's in really good shape. The, the only thing that is a little bit weird is the upper end is got a stain to it and can't figure out exactly why. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of looks like it rained last week, but it's been that way for three weeks now. Water mm-hmm. temperature, 42 to 44, depending on whose boat you're in. Right. There's some clear water in the rattlesnake arm and down in the mid-lake section and down through part of the uh, redbud arm. Um Water level is great. We're at 5.8. It actually came up a couple inches the last couple of days. Now, seven's yeah, full. Seven's normal. Is seven where flood stage kicks in? No, seven, seven and a half is a full lake. Is a full lake, okay. And they're holding it off right now. They're letting it out. Yeah. It's just, you know, the dam is so small, it just can't let much water out of here. Right. But everything around here is so saturated that any rain we get, we see a bigger boost in lake level. So the condition of the lake, I think, is better than we've seen it in a long, long time. And it's almost two feet higher than historical average right now. So water's way up in the Thules and things like that. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be great for this coming spring. It's yeah. been a while since, you know, early spring we've had water in the Thules. It's going to open up a lot more of the lake to... Um, 
to be productive fishing areas. Well, for sure, going to be uh, going to be better for us in uh, in that respect, and I think that's going to be great. But um, what about with this cold weather and stuff? Did we see any bait fish die off? Have we seen what very few shad we have in the lake? Was there a die off? Didn't see any. I uh, haven't heard of any. Right. The the shad just have not made it back. Mm-hmm. I saw twice this past year a couple of little pods of them, so they're still in the lake, but not in any kind of quantity. Right. Um, not that I can see anyway. And with the pond smelt in that lake, who knows if they will make it back, correct? Right. Yeah, right. I mean, that's kind of one of the worrisome parts of of uh, fishing clear lake because they obviously you know that's what makes things well you know last year uh by this time clear lake was being dominated by the alabama rig how's the alabama rig sophomore year going well it kind of started out a little bit slow but it's it looks like it's gonna survive the sophomore jinx yeah good we're starting to see that on the first couple of tournaments that have shown up here already yeah i saw some big weights 35 pounds and yeah you know there's such a group of of five to seven pound fish in this lake right now you know it's hard to catch two pounder but when you catch one it's going to be you know four to six and a half pounds mm-hmm. it just seems to be a class of fish that falls for that rig right you can go out right now and not everybody is doing it but if you fish hard you're going to get five to seven bites on that thing during the course of a day out here and if you get those bites you're going to have anywhere from 22 to 30 pounds on any given day god that's awesome that's awesome unbelievable yeah and and the minnow bite from what everyone has told me is not what it has been in the past but still um very strong and uh, and some giants being being caught this spring yeah you know this is or this, this winter first year that actually you know i've i've heard of i've i've actually seen two 13 pounders caught mm-hmm. and it's been a long time since we've had you know legitimate teen show up yeah, I had a buddy that uh, that his buddy that doesn't ever bass fish had a twelve fourteen, and I saw that you know pictures of that fish for sure. So yeah, um, yeah, giant giant fish coming uh, coming on minnows, and that's a good sign too. You know, I mean, it's a good sign that we're seeing those big fish. Yeah, you know, I mean, Florida strain fish are just they just don't play well when the water gets cold. You know, we're in that forty two to forty four range, and that's one of the reasons people aren't you know, tearing them up on minnows or anything like, like they're accustomed to. You know, good winter here, we got water temperatures that are 47, 48, and some of the areas down in, you know, Conoctite Bay, those areas may may not even get down into the, um, dip into the 40s during the winter. So right. extremely cold, cold winter, and these fish are just very slow to play. You've got to be patient. Uh, the fish are there. They're just on the bottom, and you just got to wait them out. Right, right, exactly. Well, there you go, guys, kind of uh, up-to-date what's going on at Clear Lake. You can get up and go fishing with Ross, uh, Clear Lake Guide Service, and uh, get in a boat. If you've got some events planned, uh, a couple of tournaments planned, or just a trip that you uh, want to get on the books, make sure you call him. And, uh, you know, we've uh, we've always talked, man, March and April, it's going to be off the hook at Clear Lake. You're going to want to be up there for sure. So uh, kind of pencil that in, circle out on your calendar, get a day uh, to get up there and go fishing with Ross. Whether it's the Alabama rig, he'll let you. He'll let you bring a bucket of minnows or uh, uh, just just learn some of the other great techniques at Clear Lake. And, uh, you know, I, I guess we should probably kick off Ultimate Bash University the 19th of, uh, of February and get everybody up to speed on Clear Lake. So, uh, you know, we've kind of thrown the invitation out to you once again if you want to kick it off. Be happy to be there. That's a, just a great group. I just had a ball last year at the last one. 
Going to be fun, guys. So, uh, yeah, Ross is going to kick off the year for us. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll do a little Alabama rig recap. We'll do, uh, uh, we'll do Clear Lake. We'll do all the stuff. So, uh, definitely make plans to hang out with us, Gone Fish and Marine. And, uh, that's before anyone at Gone Fish and Marine even knows. So I'll probably be in trouble, but, uh, you know, for, uh, for making, and you, you know, Emily will put a contract out on me, but she'll be happy I have somebody this early. So, uh, so that'll be good. But, uh, yeah, join us at, uh, Ultimate Bass University. Going to be Tuesday, the 19th, uh, of February. Great group. You know, you get so many questions and, and, um, God, they pack a lot of people in that. Yeah, we really do, and it's a lot of fun, and uh, and it's the largest bass fishing, largest free bass fishing class in the West. So uh, we're kind of proud of what it's grown into. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Clear Lake Guide Service guys, Ross England, give him a call. And uh, all right, buddy, I was just concerned about you when I heard you were at Oroville. I'm okay. I'm back to normal. I had my fix. There you go. Not so, guys got to go catch spotted bass. You know, I just thought we'd tell everybody Ross had to go over and get a couple live well full of spotted bass to dump off at Clear Lake. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. It's a great rumor to start, isn't it? Yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Well, we need some bait. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, look on the bright side. It'll give those guys at Oroville something to complain about, so it'll be perfect. Oh, that's a fact. You got it. Ross England, buddy, I'll talk to you soon, and uh, and we'll be in touch for the class, too. Sounds good, Ken. See you, man. Ross England, Clear Lake Guide Service. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top ten bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canoctai Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canoctai Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canoctai-vista-casino.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. There's a little music switch there, Chris. What was that? It was just wrong button? Oh, you turn oh, Okay, I, I hear it now. I got gotcha. you. Hey, uh, really cool to get this guy on the show and uh, and talk a little bit about Lake Oroville. Uh, last week's champion, the EverStart Series FLW Western Division Tournament at Lake Oroville, and uh, and a guy that uh, that everybody, including uh, the locals, and and uh, you know when you started talking to the locals and you started talking to guys like Cody Meyer and and Richard Dobbins and Gary Dobbins and and you know all the guys that I know, uh, you know who's going to be the guy to watch up here, at Lake Oroville. Man, he just uh, he kept coming up. Uh, on the top of the list and uh, dominates Orville and never had him on Ultimate Bass. We've never really hung out much, but uh, really cool to uh, have him on the show with us this morning and, uh, and get to hang out with him from Orville, California. Uh, Ryan Friend, our champion up at Lake Orville. Good morning, Ryan. Morning, Kent. How you doing? Well, good, man. Uh, it's it's cool to get you on the show, but uh, but I got to tell you, it was uh, it was really interesting how many times uh, when someone would talk about, hey, what's going on at Orville? Who's going to be the guy to beat at Orville? Uh, man, we didn't get down the list very far before your name's always mentioned. Yeah, you know, I um, I mean, all these guys out there, I compete a lot and I fish out there a lot, so you kind of get to know everybody and. Yeah, um, I've had a pretty good streak over the last few years. So yes, you have. I guess when that happens, you know, word gets out, and uh, I don't know. I guess I hope I can just keep it going. Really. Well, this obviously being the biggest tournament you've won at Lake Oroville, how many have you won up there? Are you keeping count? Eh, you know, I don't know how many I've actually won between turkey shoots and 
and uh, team tournaments and stuff like that. Probably around ten or so. Great, that was great. Well, you know what? It was uh, it was a, a good event up there. Obviously, gorgeous weather, weird weather. Um, you know, frozen launch ramps. Where you know where you where you had to four wheel drive the launch ramps up there for the ice, and three hours later you're fishing in a t shirt. So kind of a kind of a weird string of weather before that event or, and during that event. It was really strange. I mean, we had that. You know, we had all that rain come through in December. Lake went way up. We got dirty. It got a lot of debris in it. And then all of a sudden, we go to clear skies and really cold mornings. And and the temperatures really got decently warm in the afternoon. So it was uh, it was something different. And I think that's honestly what made the fishing tough for most guys. Well, I heard you on the internet on FLW Outdoors make a statement that that fish were there were fish shallow and there were fish really deep, forty at forty and more. And and that there weren't a lot of fish in that, you know, 15 to 40-foot range, 20 to 40-foot range. And that's what made it tough for a lot of guys at Orville. And, and honestly, I think that's the, the stumbling block I had in the event was uh, really focusing, you know, 25 to 40. That's what I found out. Yeah, you're right. Um, there, was, there was some fish shallow, and there was some fish, you know, you had to go pretty deep to get to the better fish. And uh, so... You know, if you found a good water, those deep fish, you could actually catch those fish easier than you could the shallow fish. Right. Um, but the bite earlier, you know, two weeks before that event, the bite up shallow was better, and that's where the bigger fish were. And then when they kind of scattered and half of them went deep and half went shallow, it made it tough, and you kind of had to pick one or the other. You couldn't really do both. And uh, I chose to go shallow, and you know as well as I do, there's always shallow fish. So There's always shallow fish on Lake Orville. Is there a... Uh, was there a bait that really played key and you went in the event? You know, I, I fish jigs and I fish a lot of them are homemade. Um, I'm kind of a, one of those guys that finesse type of guy. I like to build my own jigs. I like to, I build my own rods and, okay. um, I kind of made something a little different and I think it's something the fish haven't seen a lot of. Is it, is it a rubber jig? Is it a, is it? You know, it's more rubber. I got synthetic in there. It's more of a. Yeah, it's kind of it's got hair and it's got rubber and it's got everything. So wow. Um, but I was, you know, I I opted not to use a trailer, um, which a lot of guys thought was funny, but that was something where I thought, you know, those fish didn't want to see a lot of movement. Um, right. The bite got tough and you really had to slow down. You hear a lot of guys dragging tubes and stuff like that, and uh, you know, a tube doesn't have a lot of movement to it either. So. Now, are the are the skirt and you don't have to answer any of this stuff, but are the skirts longer than normal without a trailer? Yeah, or? Much shorter. Really? Much shorter. Yeah, I'm probably fishing jigs that are only about maybe two, two and a half inches long. Are you staying away from the big weights like three quarter and one ounce or all? Absolutely. Pretty, pretty yeah, I'm stuff. fishing all maybe one eighth to three sixteenths at the most. Wow, little jigs. Yeah. So you think of jigs, you think of a guy with a big caster in his hand, you know, on a football head. Right. So I was throwing jigs more of a. a on six pound line on a spin rod. That's awesome. Uh, something that a lot of guys don't do, I think, you know. Well, you know, last year there was a lot of uh, talk that you were catching a lot of fish on the Alabama rig or catching them on swim baits. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I don't know if you were or not, but, but obviously you let those guys think that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think everybody was catching fish on the Alabama rig last year. Right. Um, for me this year, it, I just couldn't get it going. Um, I'd spend a day doing it and you might walk away with two or three good fish and you'd go out there the next day and you just couldn't back it up. Right. So I had a hard time, but you know, I noticed this year at Lake Orville, uh, last year, darn near every fish you'd catch would, would spit up 
pond spout and or have something in it. Cohos or something, yeah. Yeah, and this year, uh, really, really a lack of pond smelt in that lake. It seems like um, I just couldn't get any fish to really spit up any pond smelt. And if you did, you were kind of in a pretty good area. I thought. Right. Right, exactly. Is there an area of Orville that you, you know, throughout the year prefer? I mean, is it the main lake? Is it up one of the arms? Uh, what, what area do you really prefer? Well, you know, in the wintertime, I prefer to go up the, up the arms. Um, I think, historically, I think the pond smell kind of migrate up those arms in the wintertime because they, they tend to spawn a little earlier than the, than the bass do, and I think the bass end up following them up there. Right. Um, but last year we had that high water and it, it just stayed that way for, you know, the whole late summer and into winter. We didn't have a whole lot of fluctuation there. And those fish, they could kind of call home anywhere. And, and the main body in the slot last year was really kicking out some good bags. And, uh, it was funny because we'd pull into areas, you know, and we'd say, oh, let's go fish, you know, let's go fish the kitchen or let's go fish there in the living room, you know, they right. kind of had, they could call it home. And, this year, with everything changing and the water coming up so fast, those fish really got, I think, kind of shell-shocked, and they kind of hold tight, had to hold tight wherever they were, and um, they got hard to catch. They're just kind of finding their way up on some of these places, obviously, with the with the lake rising as fast as it did. What a what a top ten, man. I mean, you know, when I, when I took a step back the other day uh, and just looked at that group standing in the corner, that was kind of an all-star team. You know, there were a couple of guys missing from the Orville all-star team, but... Uh, that was an Orville all-star team for sure that you guys uh, wound up with the top ten going to that final cut. No, oh, absolutely. Those guys are unbelievable. I mean, Richard Dobbins, you knew he'd be there. Um, Jeff Michaels always finds his way into that top ten. On It doesn't seem like whatever body of water he's on, that guy can catch him. And, you know, he tells me that he thinks there's as many big spotted bass in Lake Orville as live in Lake Shasta. And he thinks that they're just undiscovered. You know, and I think he's right. I think they're there. Um, my dad had caught a northern pike out of Lake Orville years ago, and we were invited to go out on the electric shock boat. Right. And in a matter of probably 15 to 20 minutes, I saw a lot more five-pound bass float up than I thought I would. Right, right. So they're there. Um, I don't know what it's going to take to catch them. I don't know if, you know, this Alabama rig, I, I thought this Alabama rig might, make a lot of them show up but i'm just not sure what it's going to take well and it has you know on a lot of lakes like shasta and Folsom, and you know gosh barry s a lot of places it really has made those big spots show up but not so much at uh at orville yet obviously you know i mean we're seeing four and five pounders but um you know pretty good uh uh pretty good confirmed rumor uh practice for the flw tournament uh bub tosh had had a spot of bass over eight pounds yeah, I heard that. That's just a giant. Yeah, I saw pictures, and uh, and Bub had one over eight pounds that just choked down a Huddleston. And, uh, uh, you know, he's convinced that there's a, a group of fish out there that nobody's uh, nobody's really doing much with. Yeah, and I think he's right. That, that big fish I caught on Saturday, the last day there, I got him up to the boat, and he chunked up about an eight or nine-inch uh, coho. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're out there, and I think those big ones are really targeting those salmon compared to the pond smell. You know, I think they eat a couple of those a day, and they're good to go. Yep, they don't have to uh, chase uh, those salmon near as far and fast as they do those pond smell. Well, guys, Ryan Friend, our Lake Oroville champion, the Everstart Series Western Division, kicking off. Uh, Ryan, they're holding that carrot over the head about the Forest Wood Cup for the Angler of the Year. Uh, obviously, you're in a good spot. Uh, are you looking down the road? Are you going to go to Lake Roosevelt? Yeah, I'm really thinking about going to Roseville. I've never done anything like that before, and now's the opportunity. So 
I think I might make the trek down there and just see what it's all about, you know. It's a different body of water and get down there and give myself a few days to check it out and see what happens. Well, you get to gamble on their money for a little while, so it's not yeah. a bad uh, not a bad try. So uh, picking up the keys to a fully rigged Ranger boat, guys, and uh, about thirty two grand. Great tournament for him, uh, great champion, and a guy that everyone definitely was uh, expecting to have a great tournament at Lake Oroville. And uh, always fun to uh, get one on your home pond for sure. And uh, it's a it's a hard one to do, buddy. I appreciate you hanging out with us uh, this early in the morning, and uh, we're going to keep your number in the Rolodex for uh, Oroville information as we go forward. Sounds good, Ken. I appreciate you having me. Uh, you got it, man. Ryan Friend, guys, our Lake Oroville EverStart Series Western Division champ. We're going to jump into a pro tip, a set of breaks, and when we come back, a guy I've been wanting to get on Ultimate Bass since we started over eight years ago from Bassmaster Ken Duke, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about gosh history. The future, the Bassmasters Classic, who knows where Ken Duke and I will take it. Between him and I, two guys filled full of worthless bass fishing information. Stick around, guys. Now, the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fishing Marine and Nitro Boats. The pros know, whether you're on the tournament trail or out with the family, the last thing you want to worry about is your equipment. Your mercury-powered Nitro and Gone Fishing Marine see to it that you'll get there and back without a second thought. With Nitro's rollback to 1999 prices and top 100 dealer Gone Fishing Marine at your back, you'll get better bang for the buck than anyone else on the water. Now, here's your pro tip of the week. Hey, you guys heard Ross England earlier in the show, and we want you to mark your calendar. Coming up uh, with us in February the 19th, the third Tuesday of the month, Ultimate Bash University, we're going to be talking Clear Lake. With Clear Lake Guide Services, Ross England, and uh, he'll bring you up to speed. Alabama rigs, he'll bring you up to speed on... uh, uh, you know, what's going on at Clear Lake and get you ready for all the big springtime tournaments and springtime fishing trips over at Clear Lake. So make sure you circle your calendar and join us February the 19th with Clear Lake Guide Services, Ross England, a guy that has uh, always packed the house for us over there uh, at uh, Ultimate Bash University. Whether you're looking for a new or a used boat, looking to trade in your old boat, uh, who knows, tackle, get something serviced or get it ready for your upcoming tournament year. Gone Fish and Marine can take care of you. Stop by over there and see the crew. They've got the new Lawrence HDS Touch Units in stock, ready to uh, get rigged on your boat. They've got everything they need to uh, get you on the water. Stop by and visit our friends at Gone Fish and Marine. Your pro tip this week comes from marine industry certified dealer Gone Fish and Marine, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro and bass tracker boats. From the Aluminum Pro 16 to the Bassmaster winning Z9, they have the right boat for your budget. With Gone Fishing's huge selection of the latest baits, rods, and reels, cutting-edge electronics, and a Mercury Premier Service Department at the ready, you get more time on the water and more fish in the boat. Visit them off I-80 in Dixon or online at gfmarine.com. Gone Fish and Marine, Mercury Outboard and Nitro Boats, tournament tested, professionally proven. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. 
If you're wondering where to find the most exciting advancements in real technology, look no further than Okuma Fishing Tackle. I'm talking about the super light Helios and Komodo baitcast and reels. Dollar for dollar, they stand alone against all others. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio high-speed spinning reel. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast and dissects prime water with speed and efficiency. Trio high-speed spinning reels make success simple, cover more water, and catch more fish. Check all these reels out at your local dealer or online at okumafishing.com. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, two huge shows. One major event, the 37th Sacramento Boat Show and the 32nd Spring RV Show. Together at Sacramento's Cal Expo, March 10th through the 13th. Wakeboarders, water skiers, fishermen, see all the new gear for 2013. 500 boats from 8 to 40 feet. ATVs, dirt bikes, and personal watercraft. How-to seminars, parts and accessories, plus the RV show, too. Two shows, one location. The Sacramento Boat Show and Spring RV Show. Save 50% off at twohugeshows.com. Two huge shows, one major event. The 37th Annual Sacramento Boat Show and 32nd Annual Spring RV Show. Sepinal. I'll be there doing seminars all weekend with some of the top guides and pros. We'll see you there at the Sacramento Boat Show, March 10th through the 13th. Hey, guys, we're uh, we're really lucky to have this guy uh, on the show. You know, uh, we, we hang out. We do a lot of different stuff with uh, with Ultimate Bass, whether it's uh, Ultimate Bass University at Gone Fishing or we do, uh, uh, you know, our sports show appearances or seminars or wherever we're at. And, uh, you know, we we always get wrapped up talking about the history of the sport and, and uh, some of the guys that have paved the roads and made things go, uh, uh, you know, t- where it is today in bass fishing, good or bad. And uh, and this guy is uh, this guy is the one guy in uh, in bass fishing that uh, that I think probably has more worthless bass fishing knowledge in uh, in history of our sport than I do. Uh, joining us from Bassmaster and uh, Bassmaster.com, the pages of Bassmaster magazine. My friend Ken Duke. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Ken. I'm not quite sure what to make of that introduction, but I like it. Well, you know what? I mean, I, I there's there's a there's a there's an old song Jimmy Buffett does about you know the stories we could tell. You know, if we could just you know sit on sit on the bed in a hotel room, the stories we could tell. And and uh, you know, one thing that uh, has always kind of made my my deal in this media part of bass fishing different is uh, is I've done it. You know, I mean, I, I started fishing out here. I've uh, uh, slept in the van like a transient. I've, uh, you know, drove across the country. I fished all the tournaments out here. I, you know, uh, hung out with Skeet and Yellis and all the guys as we were fishing the Bassmaster Western Opens and West Coast Bass and One Bass. And so, uh, so, you know, we're, we're a lot alike, man. We've been in this sport a long time. It's, it's absolutely an honor to be on Ultimate Bass Radio. I really appreciate your having me. And you're right, man. You're, you're one of the trailblazers. You're one of the guys that, that I look up to, even though I'm a little bit older than you are. 
uh, as far as, as a guy who's so knowledgeable about this sport and brings so much to the table. And, and it's exciting to talk with you here. It's always a good time. Well, you guys have got an exciting time of year, and something we all look forward to is uh, is the Bassmasters Classic. You know, it used to be the, the highlight of the summer, man, at the end of the year. Now it's, uh, you know, now it's Super Bowl Daytona 15, uh, Daytona 500, and the Bassmasters Classic all uh, all wrapped up in one weekend. Yeah, it was a strategic thing, as you know, back in 2006 to change it from a summertime tournament to a winter thing and kick off the year with a classic. And it's done some good things. Uh, one of the best things I think it's done is it's, it's seen weights go up, which we hoped would fire up the crowd. And it's also a great time to have a, a, a show, you know, like the Bassmaster Classic Expo, which now I think in a lot of ways rivals iCast for the introduction of new products. And, and it's different than iCast in that it's a consumer show. And I am expecting the one in Tulsa this year to be absolutely standing room only and just a blowout of an affair. Going to be a great event, and, and you couldn't pick a better place, I think, for uh, bass fishing fans than, uh, well, maybe one better place. That would be Sacramento. But um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, yeah, what, a, what a great opportunity. Grand Lake is going to... Uh, uh, it's gonna fish, uh, it's gonna fish up to its reputation, I think. Uh, we're gonna see, uh, we're gonna see some giant fish. And obviously, um, you know, the behind the scenes of, uh, of the Grand Lake, uh, Bassmasters Classic, which a lot of the fans are not gonna see, is the, uh, you know, the 90 mile drive for the anglers from the lake to, uh, the weigh-in center, the OK Center, and, and, uh, what's going on there. I, th- I think there's gonna be a lot of great hidden stories of Bassmasters Classic this year. I expect you're right, Kent, and I guess I'm, I'm hoping for a couple of things at this classic, you know, just sort of off-the-board weird things. One is, uh, obviously, I hope we don't have ice and a real problem getting the boats on the water. And B, I hope nobody gets lost driving the 89.6 miles between the ramp and the weigh-in. Right. And, uh, and I, I, I joked with Tommy Biffle. I said, Tommy, you should put signs out sending people the wrong way, you know, sending them into Kansas and Arkansas. <laughs> well, you know, Tommy, Tommy might do that anyway, uh, just because he'll be tired of half those guys by the time the tournament rolls around. And, uh, and you know, one of the cool parts, and, and I know a lot of fans, and, and I'm sure Bass is ready to, uh, very prepared to hear uh, that they shouldn't be transporting those fish that far. And uh, I was uh, I was in, uh, involved in an event out here in the West uh, several years ago where uh, we helped the folks at ESPN and Bassmaster produce the great outdoor games. And we fished uh, Folsom Lake and and uh, actually drove over to Reno for the uh, weigh-in, for the final day weigh-in. And and, uh, and I actually um, hung out and drove in the truck uh, and pulled the boat over with uh, with the eventual winner, Shaw Griggs being Gary Klein. And, and uh, we did not lose a fish. Uh, driving the uh, two hours from Sacramento over to uh, uh, over to Reno, so uh, and that was in the middle of the summer. So it, yeah, know, that's I'm, very impressive, Kent. And and yeah, like you said, that's in the middle of the summer. So if you didn't lose any in the summer, with water temperatures, you know, going to be in the the 40s, maybe the very very low 50s or something like that. I right. think fish uh, mortality should be uh, even less. It should be a better situation, hopefully in February. What uh, what what techniques are you looking to see play a factor? Is it going to be a jerk bait? Is it going to be a jig, uh, or or is the swim bait going to play uh, play a game? Yeah, I, I haven't given a lot of consideration to swim baits, but that could absolutely play here. I think you mentioned the two key things, and I think it's going to going to likely be a jerk bait and a jig mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I also think there's certainly room for uh, for a drop shot. I think there's uh, potentially room, if it's a little warmer than we expect, for a, a deep crankbait bite. Right. Uh, but those are the baits I'm, I'm really expecting. I know that uh, 
I'm, I'm personally giving an edge to the guys who are really strong with a jerk bait and a jig. Well, you know, there's a couple of guys that are uh, that are pretty strong with the jerk bait and the jig that might fly under the radar. And uh, you know, the first guy comes to mind for me, uh, obviously being biased to the West Coast guys, and uh, yeah, it's not Skeet. Uh, the guy, the one guy that really uh, uh, comes to my my mind with a jerk bait and a jig is Jared Lintner. Hey, Jared Lintner, the milkman always delivers. That's what I like to say. And uh, Jared's a fantastic guy. I'm a big fan of his. He could absolutely get it done, you know, and this would be such a huge step in his career. Oh, yeah. So I got to root for Jared. He's he's a terrific guy. He's ready for a breakthrough. He is ready for a breakthrough. He's been you know, a bubble boy the past couple of years. Obviously, um, you know, double qualification uh, got him into the Classic this year, and that's that's helped, uh, you know, because double qualification last year, he didn't get in. He was the one guy still out, and uh, uh, there was a tough one for uh, for Lintner. So getting him in this year was kind of a really kind of cool to make sure he's there. And, you know, he's grown up fishing Clear Lake, where February jerkbait and jig fishing are a, a big mainstay on that lake, and I think his knowledge of fishing like that uh, is going to help him on Grand. I think so. Too. I think I think Grand plays really well to the West Coast guys who are used to that uh, deep water stuff, who have some serious finesse skills and things like that. So I think Grand plays pretty well. What a lot of folks out West might not know, what I wouldn't have known, except that I had a chance to get to Grand uh, in, in the fall last year to check it out, is that water's a little dingier than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so maybe... Maybe guys aren't going to have to go to, to six and eight pound line to get bites. Um, obviously, weather's going to be the real limiting factor out there. But, uh, you know, you talk about the West Coast guys, and you guys are sending a, a bunch of talented guys out there in addition to, to Skeet and, and Jared. You mentioned uh, we haven't talked about uh, Ish Monroe is going to be out there. And right. Ish is snake bit in the classic, but that's obviously a guy who who has a lot of top-end potential in any tournament. And, of course, uh, you guys, is, you know, he's in Alabama now. But, no, he's uh, not. He's still a Californian. Talk to him, okay? <laughs> Talk to him. Well, okay, yeah, that's the, that's ah! the factor, isn't it? You ah! And you know he's not from Alabama. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're, just, you're like, this guy's definitely not. We don't even know why they let him in Alabama, for God's sakes. And uh, I think they're just afraid of him now. I think they probably think he's an alien. Hey, I tell you, those Alabama folks are, are claiming Aaron now. You know, the guy's so good. He's he's such a, a great human being. Leslie and the family, they're, they're wonderful people. So the folks in Alabama, they, they've adopted it, the Martins family. Well, you know, Spin is uh, Spin is definitely a guy that uh, we, we hang out with a little bit at Ultimate Bass. And uh, an old friend and, and a guy that uh, traveled... Uh, fished a lot of tournaments against in the West when his career was starting, and and uh, there's a there's a big joke uh, around here that uh, there was a whole bunch of guys in uh, Northern California that actually got together and got the money together to send him back east for the first time because we want to get rid of him. <laughs> uh, That's a little more competition than I would want. I can I can assure you of that. You know, I've told Aaron this. I've said this a lot of different places. Uh, the only guy who can beat Aaron Martin's is Aaron Martin. Is Aaron Martin's? Yeah, absolutely right. I really believe that. And and the one thing I think you and I both know about this upcoming Bassmaster Classic is that, that Aaron Martins is going to catch him. He doesn't have one monkey. He has about four second-place monkeys on his back, and, and uh, that's that's the one thing that, uh, that, that, that beats Aaron every time. 
I believe it. Yeah, that's the one thing that beats Aaron every time. All right, well, let's talk. I mean, obviously, there's so much excitement behind Grand Lake and the Bassmasters Classic. And, and I know, you know, you've you've got the suck back there. Uh, when when are we going to see uh, that that February Bass Fishing Super Bowl in the West? What do we have to do to to get us a Bassmasters Classic and a Classic Outdoor Show? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I can put you in touch with the people who can answer those questions for you. But basically. Uh, when we're looking at a place for any tournament, but especially the Bassmaster Classic, a couple of things come into play. One is, obviously, we're looking for some, some good fishing at that time of year. Mm-hmm. We've been, since 2006, when the Classic moved from the summertime to February, obviously that restricts parts of the country from consideration. We're, we're not going to have it on Erie. you know. Right. We're, we're not going to have it on someplace way up north. But... Uh, but we still have a big chunk of the country in the southern half, and obviously a lot of California is going to be terrific at that time of year. But the second big thing, Kent, is probably uh, a great venue for not just the weigh-in with a, a nice big facility that can seat 10,000-plus, but also a good facility very close by, preferably walking distance, where we can have our Classic Expo. Mm-hmm. And because the Classics have always been in the middle of the country and, and east since 1972, except mm-hmm. for that one in Mead, um, a lot of folks in in California out there probably aren't familiar with the layout of things, but the Expo is a huge, huge tackle show. Right. And so we need a big facility with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of square feet to lay that sucker out and 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 make it uh, nice and accessible to the way in and so forth. So we're looking for kind of a uh, an interesting combination of factors: great fishing in one venue. Uh, a weigh-in facility that's going to be close by, seat 10,000-plus, a terrific venue for um, of the expo, and then obviously the support of the local community and the local powers that be in, in, in the government and any sports or conventions uh Visitors bureaus out there. Well, I tell you what, you know, we've got uh, we've got uh, you know the visitors bureau in Sacramento. We've got a, a little facility called Sleep Train Amphitheater out here that the Sacramento Kings play in. Hopefully for another year, we don't know. Um, but uh, but a great facility there, uh, right down the road. It's not walking distance, but it is it is less than a eh, mile mile and a half from the uh, from the uh, Sleep Train Amphitheater is the Sacramento Convention Center, and uh, just a little bit farther than that, I would I would venture to say maybe five miles from uh, uh, from Sleep Train, we've got Cal Expo, and uh, that is the largest uh, exposition center we have in California as well. So um, perfect opportunity to do those, and I'll and I'll make you a deal right now. If you can get them to come to Sleep Train Amphitheater, I will get the I will get the KHTK luxury box for the Bassmasters Classic, and uh, it'll just be me you. A keg of beer and, a, and popcorn. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, we're in, man. We're in. I'm we're on board, brother. Yeah, I'm you're on board with you, Kent. You know that. You're up. There you go, guys. We, you know, right from uh, Ken Duke at Bassmaster, we're going to have a California <laughs> Classic. Uh, we'll see how far that gets between you and I, because uh, I don't even know if I can get the KHTK Luxury Suite, but I'm pretty sure Grant <laughs> Napier won't be using it. Making promises you can't even keep that week. Yeah, on, man. We'll see what's going on. You know, that should be fun. But um, hey, bud, can you hang on through the break? I'd be happy to. Now we're going to pay some bills. We'll be back, guys. Bassmaster, Bassmaster Magazine, my old friend Ken Duke. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. 
Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. Gone Fishing Marine's line of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. New for 2013, Triton's full XS line. Super versatile bass boats built to fish tough, but priced for the weekend warrior. But buying is just the beginning. When you're part of Gone Fishing's Triton family, you're in Triton Gold contingency money and qualify for special rebate and discount program. There's money everywhere. It's up to you to cash in. Gone Fishing's expert rigging department is ready to customize your dream bass boat. They stock the latest products, know exactly what to recommend, and how to install to optimize your angling experience. Off I-80 and Dixon, Gone Fishing Marine, Triton Boats, and Mercury Outboards bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month. For more info, go to gfmarine.com. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the motherload, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop have everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations, and your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Party Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Party Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back and uh, hanging out with us from Bassmaster and Bassmaster Magazine. Ken Duke, Ken, I'm uh, I'm going through Bassmaster.com and uh, and you've done a great job in uh, in uh, kind of uh, giving the point spread on uh, on all the pros. But a great description. If you don't know who a guy is, you've kind of uh, you've kind of gone uh, guy to guy. Uh, well, thank you, Ken. I I tried. You know, that's uh, one of the things we've done the last couple of years is they asked me to to create a a Las Vegas type line on the classic qualifiers and. And, you know, there's a lot of misunderstandings, I think, out there among the, the bass fishing community as to what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to 
predict the actual guy who might win because you and I both have our personal picks on that. But I'm trying to say, okay, if, if an objective um, sports book tried to, to put a, a line on these guys, here's what they look at and here's where they'd come in, roughly. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, we've, uh, we, we talked about some, uh, you know, some stuff with, with, uh, with bass fishing and, uh, you know, why, why bass fishing isn't, uh, even when it was owned by ESPN, why, why do we not see it on Sports Center? Why, why, why is it, uh, uh, why is it always taken more, uh, with the background music from, uh, the Andy Griffith show than uh, a serious sport? Oh, that's that's a tough one, and and I got to say, during ESPN, the ESPN era, which lasted from uh, you know 2001 until you know 2010, uh, it was disappointing to see they did a lot of great things, and they made some some serious efforts. Like in 2005, they launched that big bass block of programming, you know, led by Bass Center and Loudmouth Bass and and Bass Tech, and it didn't last long. It didn't perform very well for them, and and ultimately, that's the answer. You know, ultimately, it's money, because money, as we know, drives everything in sports. Right. And uh, it was it was a problem. Of course, you know, you could say, hey, part of the problem is all this this television that they were running was on Saturday morning when you and I and and most of the rest of the bass fishing world is out on the water. Sure. So that's a problem. And then you say to them, well, hey, why don't you put it on Thursday night? you know, 7 o'clock or something like that. Right. And then the problem becomes, hey, they can run reruns of European soccer or women's college softball, and for whatever reason, it will outperform bass fishing on television. Pulls bigger. Hours. Yeah, pulls bigger numbers. Pulls bigger numbers. So in that sense, you, you can't argue with it. You can't say, hey, uh, you know, they're not giving it a fair shot. They're, they're looking at it from the, the way they have to as a business. And, and that is that uh, bass fishing doesn't pull the kind of numbers that we'd like to see it pull. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we need a, a different way to look at it. Now I think, you know, 10 years after ESPN bought the company, we can look 12 years now, we can look and we can say, hey, we've got other channels out there. We've got a lot more cable television channels out there that are doing nothing but fishing, and, and fishing is hopefully finding an audience through those efforts now. But But I've always been disappointed and challenged by that stuff too you know and you, and you talk about the the background music from the andy griffith show or 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 worse yet like a dueling banjos kind of thing and and i think it's because the the big time stick and ball sports people don't understand bass fishing right they think you and i are sitting on the bank we've got a cane pole there's a night crawler on the end of a hook and we are hoping that a fish swims by and bites it they don't get it they haven't put the effort into it they they don't have the proper respect for it, and so they don't give it the, the fair shake it needs. And if you don't believe that, rent the movie that Mark Zona was featured in and received his best and worst awards, The Bait Shop. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have no comment. Yeah, no, I neither do I, pal. Neither do I. Hey, uh, real quick, we got to run. We're running out of time, but real quick, Jason Christie, the Bassmasters Classic. If he can handle the pressure, if he can handle you know fifty to a hundred boats following him, he's going to be a dangerous, dangerous man out there. And if he can handle you know what you and I always call that home lake jinx, yeah. where uh, Jason Christie launches knowing five hundred places where he can catch a fish, can he isolate the three or five that will really matter? Yeah, he's going to be a guy to watch for sure. 
when they make a stop, he's uh, he's done it. You know, going through the opens to qualify to get to the classic on his home lake. So uh, definitely a guy that uh, that has that classic trophy in uh, in his sights. Guys, Ken Duke, Bassmaster, Bassmaster Magazine, and uh, Bassmaster.com. Always uh, uh, always great to talk bass fishing with somebody with as much knowledge as you, and uh, always fun to kind of hang out. I appreciate you coming on the show. It won't be the last time, I promise you. And uh, and we will uh, we will definitely cover it, guys. Uh, Bassmaster Classic is coming, Grand Lake in Oklahoma, and uh, we're going to be talking to the guys. We're going to hook up with Lintner. Uh, already got a commitment out of him. We're definitely going to be talking to Aaron Martins before the Classic, and uh, and have talked uh, to Shaw, and he's going to be hanging out with us that we know of. So who knows who else? Uh, yeah, I think we uh, we'd have to hang out with our old friend Mike McClellan as well to uh, talk a little bit about his home field advantage, buddy. I appreciate you hanging out with us uh, and waking up early on a Saturday morning. Ken, always a pleasure. You got a great show. Ultimate Bass Fishing, Ultimate Bass Radio is uh, just fantastic. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. You got it, guys. Check it out. The pages of Bassmaster.com. Oh, we're done? This is a close? Like we're out of time? Okay, we're out of time. We're going fishing. Let's uh, let's just uh, let's just say that I didn't know I was running it right to the end. We're almost late to weigh in, guys. It's gonna be uh, uh, gonna be a good weekend to get out and go fish and uh, grab that little worm. Get out there. From spotted bass in lakes to large mouth in the delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson at California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep-sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. 
does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. 